Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 268. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hiya. Oh, yeah? Today we're going to get super spoilery on Supergirl 207, The Darkest Place. To recap, the Guardian has been kicking some criminal ass and earning the city's trust, but it all slips away when he's framed for murder. It's okay, though, because wind folds with record speed to Alex's interrogation, but now he can ask Maggie to back off Guardian, who eventually does clear his name after all hank henshaw is alive and super well he's cyborg superman now and he and cadmus need a little bit of supergirl blood after capturing monel last episode cyborg superman puts the kibosh on supergirl's escape mission and throws her in the cell next to him so they can have a heart to heart cadmus forces her to super flare so she'll be vulnerable then takes a blood sample the two captives later escape thanks to none other than Jeremiah, who has been fooling Cadmus the entire time and is super proud of his daughters. Alex agrees to try to remain friends with Maggie, while Monel asks about whether Kara has is mated with anyone. Finally, Hank shows us that the blood was needed to break into the Fortress of Solitude and asks about a project called Medusa. Meanwhile, Jean learns that due to McGann saving his life, he is now turning into a white Martian, while there may be hope for Alex and Maggie after all. So should we talk about the Batman reference, first of all? Knock it out. My cousin once worked with a vigilante, uh, vigilante <laughs> tons of gadgets, lots of demons. Vigilantes are nuts. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I, the only thing I didn't like about it, it was that it, it made it sound like it was past tense. Mm-hmm. Worked with a vigilante once? Come on, guys. Yeah. You know, maybe it was past tense, and the vigilante was Ted Cord, and that's why it's past tense. Right. They've just got so much damn cord everywhere in this universe. Hey, Jason. Hey. The past, the present, and the future walk into a bar. It was pretty tense. <laughs> Sorry. I know that one, but I still love it. <laughs> so Medusa is supposed to break everything wide open for the crossover. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I it, don't know. It's the only subtitle I've seen on any of them other than like Invasion 1, 2, 3, and 4 is I've seen mm-hmm. Supergirl subtitled uh, Medusa. Right. Well... As I understood it, and I've seen a clip of, I guess, the next episode, it's basically Thanksgiving, and it looks like Alex is drunk as hell and about to come out to her mom, and a portal, like a Cisco vibe, opens up, like a vibe portal, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, Barry and Cisco kind of interrupt that. A Cisco and I've heard, Yeah, I've heard that the Supergirl story's got to stand on its own, and then at the last minute, in the very last minute, as like a stinger, they're going to pop in, and that's really the only... Uh, involvement the crossover has with Supergirl because they've said it's a three-episode arc. Yeah, they've said like four-episode story or four-night event, and then they they keep telling me stuff like that. So yeah, I, I limited involvement is what I'm preparing myself for emotionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. Yeah. Didn't you want to say you're flying around bit. with everybody else? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm fine with with them doing a three-part episode that just kind of like shows us how we get Supergirl at yeah. the end of that Supergirl episode. That's fine. I don't give a crap. <laughs> that's fine um we'll bitch about it next week when we have more to more to work with i liked win's line here why am i strong enough to say no to your fantasy football league but not this 
been there, been there when I was not strong enough. All of my leagues failed this year. I didn't have time and I knew it and I still tried and I lost my dick off. It was brutal. Oh, uh, my favorite win line, I think this week, unless I remember another one, I cannot survive prison. I have seen every episode of Oz or every season of Oz. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. That was fantastic. Um, this line kind of killed it for me. This the episode I didn't care for it. Hank Henshaw's dead. I'm Cyborg Superman. You're wearing a Hank Henshaw suit though. Like you're not Superman. You don't. Why are you calling yourself a Cyborg Superman? I don't yeah. understand. Uh, you should be Cyborg understand. Hank Henshaw. Why would he call himself Cyborg Superman? I don't understand. <laughs> because we no needed it, Dave. <laughs> because we needed a Cyborg Superman. Like they're like winking at us, and they're trying to give that guy as many roles as possible because he's great. They are winking belligerently at us, and we're like, you haven't earned this. What does this even mean for the universe? It doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's just, yeah. And I'm kind of annoyed that Jeremiah is so okay at Cadmus. Like, I, just... <laughs> I don't know what he's been doing the whole time. I mean, it's been years, yeah. right? And he's just been working his way through the ranks. And I guess so. I mean, I thought he was, like, kidnapped. It seemed like he was, like, tortured from, like, those, I don't know, mental glimpses that they got. A little bit. Um, Maybe he just kind of was all that, and then at the last minute here he's decided to flip around just in case Supergirl ever gets kidnapped and needs his help. I mean, I was thinking, like, because that was, I'm hoping, because their escape was exceedingly easy, and all of the tools that he needed to get that bullet out were there, I'm kind of hoping it was just a setup and he was under their control. Like, Cadmus was doing that. And it would make more that, sense for it to be, knew yeah. Knew that all that was yeah. happening. And just to all show they him needed was, uh, yeah, all they needed was her blood. And they got mm-hmm. it. So now mm-hmm. they have to, like, either kill two Kryptonians, which may not do them. It would do her possibly more good for Supergirl to be out in the world. Mm-hmm. But it did get some nice lines out of Jeremiah. Like, did it? I don't remember any. No, I mean... <laughs> The the thing about Alex might be too strong for her own good. That was pretty good. And mm. uh, I, I I give her this the look on uh, look, look on Supergirl's face when he says like I'm so proud of of who you've become. It was it was good. And hell, yeah. the look on Alex's face later when she when he when he she gets to tell him like it, you know it was it was him and it, it I forget how she phrased it, but it's it's something like uh, oh no it was uh, he saved me and he was him he was still him or something like that. Mm. That's kind of one yeah. of those story arcs that I know we're not going to play with a lot because you're just not going to make Dean Kane a regular cast member. But I say I hope they do it. Bring it. The last thing I want, and it's already happened, mm. but the last thing I really want out of this series is a VR Troopers. My dad is still missing storyline. Okay, that's fair. That's that never gets fair. resolved. Get <laughs> get Jeremiah out of there, please, or realize that it's not Jeremiah and kill him. Either way. It's uh, yeah. Cyborg Jeremiah. Cyborg Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm Cyborg Superman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, maybe the best part about them being in that thing was that they were locked up in nth metal cages. Mm-hmm. Thanagar. Yeah, buddy. So we've got like they kinda ran space, with it. Kinda space, but more like magical supernatural uh hawk people in the other universe, in the Flash and well, Arrow universe. It, 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 they were space originated. It was meteors that created the Hawks. Yeah, but it wasn't like Thanagar. Meteors and, and a weird Egyptian magic stuff. Yeah, weird Egyptian magic stuff. Which With fits some space a certain, rock. Which fits, more or less, fits a certain 
Hawk storyline <laughs> or history. There's so damn many Hawk stories. I know, and that's the genius of it. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> like they, they could do Inth Metal and Thanagar on, in the Supergirl universe and have Hawk people, and do magic and Egyptian shit and have Hawk people over in the in the Flash universe. Right. It's smart. It's nice. Like they're they found a way to have their cake and eat it too. I like it. I just liked her. I mean, just hearing Inth Metal in general makes me happy. So whatever they mm-hmm. needed to do to pull that off, I appreciate it. I did like Lillian Luthor talking about how Superman went to Lex, promised a new day, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. Convince Lex uh, he was the new savior, then convinced the world that Lex was evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone sees history differently. It was a fun little uh, piece of history, though. Yeah. I liked to imagine where that was going, how that happened. Oh, God, I know. I kind of, I, I, I wanted to scrap Krypton and do a prequel with this Superman <laughs> like yeah, a few be years cool. before this happens. That'd be awesome. Yeah, just throwing that out there, guys. So what do you think Medusa is? I don't know. I really don't. And uh, the reason I don't want to even speculate almost is I'd have to know whether it gets into the other storyline. Because mm. if it does get into the other storyline, you want to you wanna suggest something like a um, a containment project maybe for some aliens or um, maybe just kind of a, a little bit like what Monel was trying to do earlier this season, which they already have suggested that you can do, like call aliens from, from Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was he was actively ET phoning home when they when they caught him. Right. So maybe it's something where you can kind of initiate that contact. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's something that contains one of the invaders already here. Yeah. I wouldn't want to choose. I I'm I'm supposing I'm calling it that invasion's not going to actually happen in the Supergirl universe. That they're just going to pop over. And be like, I think hey, they're going to pop over. Yeah. I mean, from the news the news we've seen, I think it's just going to be they're going to hop over and say, seriously, we need you right now. Which is fine. Yeah. But that means that Medusa yeah. would be... All right, so if Medusa is limited to this series, it could be mm-hmm. anything. I mean, Cadmus has pretty much been out to stop the alien presence, right? Mm-hmm. And it was in Superman's fortress that they found this thing. Right? That, that Apparently, he's got a huge, a huge amount of information on it. So maybe it, maybe it's, I don't know, just throwing it out there. Kind of a tracker for all the aliens that are actually on Earth. Hmm. That's something maybe. Superman would keep secret. Sure. I'm a little worried because this is once again another secret thing, a secret project or something with, that starts with the letter M. Yeah. Myriad, anyone? Yeah, feels very familiar, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you won't have to instead deal with, of, uh, what was her name? Brainiac 9. Instead of controlling human minds, this thing, I don't know, turns humans to stone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no, I guess it would turn aliens to stone. Probably whatever, whoever you calibrated it to. Right. Ugh. I don't know. I, I hope it's not that. It's a project but, that stops time, so you can just go pluck everything out. Just pauses the world, so you can go run around picking off all the aliens. <laughs> tell me, like that last, like that last episode of Futurama, Zach. but with more executions. <laughs> tell me about a project called the Zach Morris. <laughs> so, did um, how'd you love the uh, the Martian throwdown? Uh, I didn't care. It was fine. I mean, I we we had speculated that he was turning into a white Martian. Mm-hmm. Which I'm a little annoyed with because I feel like as a Martian you should be able to change your blood type. One would think. But then again, I don't know Martian, I don't know Martian tech well enough to know if that'd matter. But still, um, I I did like their fight though, and what I really loved about the the fight was really just the the high point of it, where she says, you know, kill me now if that's what you want, but not like that. This is who I want to be. Mm-hmm. That was a good beat. And I I have a feeling that it's not going to matter that he turns into a white Martian. He's going to turn into a white Martian. And then he's going to realize that he's still him at his core and that he shouldn't judge her for being a white Martian. And that's going to also probably tie into the Alex storyline. 
Maybe a little bit. And, um, I mean, I hope thematically they take advantage of both of those. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And it also, if he's going to turn, he's already seen the, the blueprint for you can be a white Martian and not be a dick. I mean, she was mm-hmm. she was the dissident, the one that broke ranks. Right. So he's he's got living proof that you can be who you want to be. If they play it right, they can play they can pull that in with the Alex coming out storyline themes and they can play it with the Daxamites aren't all dicks storylines. Yeah. Like the RML floozies. Well that's you know, I mean <laughs> I liked the like dismay on on Kara's face when she just like at least he's having fun. I mean <laughs> Like, he's taken more advantage of this planet in two weeks than I have my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably accurate. <laughs> I I like Monel. I I hope he doesn't, you know... I hope he mates with her. That, I hope he doesn't wear that terrible super suit that he wore in the comics. Oh, that thing. Nah, they'll, they'll, they'll class him up nice. It's like a Superman suit with, like, a tiny pocket Superman symbol. <laughs> yeah, in the, like the left hand corner, and it's weird looking. Like someone uh, from Polo made his his suit for him. All I can see, Meh. they'll they'll class him up when time comes. Play with him a little bit, make him the Eradicator somehow, or <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what Medusa is, the Eradicator jacket. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, hey, who is the who is the guy? I meant to look it up, and I just didn't. It wasn't ringing any bells with me. It probably should have. The guy that Guardian was fighting. Who the hell was that supposed to be? I haven't the slightest. All right. Yeah, I did the same thing. Did the same thing, my friend. Really, I'm, I'm enjoying them as much as I thought I would so far. It's only an episode in, but an episode in. But um, what does Wynn tell him? Like, there's a there's a flasher over in so and so park. Mm-hmm. Pass. <laughs> I don't know, man. A real hero would have taken out that flasher. No, I don't think so. I would love punch to, him right in the that penis. That should be that should be like a small uh, crossover, like every episode. I would love it if that was an ongoing bit. Like that flasher's over here now. No, the, no, no win. Stop telling me about the flasher. Like ooh. <laughs> like, they bring it up like four or five different times when he's like, "Where am I going next?" Uh, you're not gonna like it. I'm not going to see the flasher win. Okay, I'll find something else. Right. <laughs> And then, like, somewhere in about episode 20 of this, this season, we finally, like, break into an episode, and the call to open is, is him confronting the Flasher. <laughs> oh, I'd love it. Yeah. I would love to just see, like, a dude, like, step out of the shadows, and the Flash, like, runs up, and then you see the guy pull open his, his jacket from behind, and you just look at Flash looks up and goes, really? Really, Cisco? <laughs> <laughs> and a couple months later, just have this almost the same scene. With Arrow. Actually, if it, if like, it was Cisco, it would just be like, Barry, okay, I know this is awkward, but I'm, I'm trying to mess with Jay Milson. It's an ongoing <laughs> bit. You're going to it's you're gonna appreciate it. That could work, too. He's just vibing over just to flash and get, mm-hmm. and get on Guardian's radar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It would be fun. Cisco wouldn't do that to all those poor, unsuspecting Parks peoples. Wouldn't he? I think he's better than that. Is he? I put him above frat boy humor. He's into puns. He's he's too into puns. You're talking about Cisco here, right? No, that's, yeah, okay. All right, there's a chance. I mean, wouldn't there be something wonderful about flashing the flash? <laughs> That's true. But it'd have to stop there. Because then the, the word <laughs> plays over after that. We can't get into like, I'm going to show you my green arrow. And you're like, why is your green? Just, you should see someone. <laughs> Immediately. Just say, I'll show you my arrow. That'll, I guess, work, right? No. No? No. Okay. No. Show you my legend of tomorrow. Now, 
That he can maybe get away with. Also, it might be the most interesting thing that happens on the show that week. Check out my wave rider. <laughs> I'm not sure that makes sense. Oh, God. Anyway. I, I think I've lost the will to live. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think that's all I have for this episode. I, th- I think we're probably legally required to end the episode. Yeah, I don't think it was the best episode of the series or anything, but uh, it was kind of annoying how... If they don't make it a setup with Cadmus and them having been able to sit in the same right next to each other, and then Jeremiah, like all of that is just it's so just so convenient. convenient to build nth metal in tiny two person cages. Mm-hmm. It's really a manufacturing thing. That's 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 how they ended up together. That's what I'm going to tell myself if there's no other explanation. Yeah, it'll work. I've I've uh, fanned away more uh, Ed Cannon away more uh, egregious issues. Oh yeah, yeah. This is not a show killer. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Be sure to give us those five-star reviews on iTunes. Oh. And, uh... Please don't flash us when you do find us. I know we deserve it, but please don't. (laughs) Hashtag send Jason nudes. No. Um... We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com, for all those awesome shows over there. And uh, we're going to be coming right back with The Flash 307 Killer Frost, directed by Kevin Smith. So we're going to talk about that, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And until then, keep some DC on your screen. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.